No BS Podcast, episode 25. Be back again, 25th episode. Make sure you follow me. No underscore BS7 on Instagram. No underscore BS7 on Twitter. Welcome, people. New episode, man. Jam Pack episode. Got a few things to talk about. Shout out to everybody who's listening. Appreciate my listeners. Um, make sure if you're on Shopify, Breaker, I'm on all the platforms, man. If you're in your car, you're on your phone, walking down the block, on a train, on a bus, you can listen to No BS Podcast on all platforms. But let's get into it. The NBA, man. Let's start off with the NBA. Episode 25. Um, DeMar Rosen could be going to the Lakers. Tell me what y'all think about that. Um, I think that would be a good uh, pickup if the Lakers um, were able to pick him up. Uh, DeMar Rosen is a solid player, man. Like He averages 22 points per game and shooting 53% from the field. If the Lakers can get that, you know, they're good to go. As you know, LeBron is aging. He's not going to be able to put up consistently the triple-doubles that he um, is accustomed to doing. Um, you know, throughout his career. Um, so he's going to need some help. He's definitely going to need some help. Um, I think that Lakers should definitely trade uh, Danny Green, Kyle Kuzma, get them out of here. They haven't proved that they can, you know, live up to the hype and make those big shots. Every once in a while, Kyle Kuzma will show up. Every once in a while, um, um, Danny Green will show up. But they, you know, they're really not making any impact on helping the Lakers win. I mean, you expect LeBron, LeBron James and Anthony Davis to do their thing. That's expected. But you need some role players that are going to be consistent, man. They're not going to be consistent. So you got to get them out of here. Get them out the lake show. Trade them. Do what you got to do. You know what I mean? Um, he was lackluster. Danny Green was lackluster in the bubble. You know what I mean? Right now, Danny Green's under contract for $15.4 million, And he'll be a free agent after that. You know, Lakers got to do what they got to do. You know? Um, the West is not going to be... You know, nothing to shake a stick at this upcoming season. You know, so what you, the Warriors are going to be good. You know what I mean? Utah will be back. Denver will be back. So the Lakers got to stay on top and try to acquire some players that are going to keep them in the race. Else they're going to be left behind. The West is just too, too good to really just sit there um, season after season or through the midseason and not continue to pick up good players. I'm sorry about that, but, you know, Lakers got to do what they got to do. Um, I wish that was the same for the Knicks. Who's the head coach of the Knicks? Uh, was it Tom uh, Thibodeau? You know, he, he's a good coach. He's a hard-working coach. Some say he works his players too hard by, um, you know, having them, you know, go hard and practice when it comes to the game. The, the players are fatigued, but he's a good coach. Um, he did his thing in Chicago. Obviously, he didn't you know win a championship in Chicago, but when Rose was there and uh, Jimmy Butler, who I'll talk about in a minute, um, you know they were a decent team. Uh, went to Minnesota. You know things kind of fell apart in Minnesota. So now he's with the Knicks. We'll see what happens, man. I hope the Knicks. You know I'm from New York. I'm not a Knicks fan. I'm a Bulls fan. So I hope that the Knicks are able to get it together, man, and try to put the a championship a ring over business i mean new york's gonna have you're gonna pack them seats it's new york you're gonna have all kind of musicians actors you know people who got money businessmen always gonna come and check the games 
But, you know, that's not good enough. And I'm not even a fan. Like, you have to get some players in there that are willing to win. You know what I mean? Uh, the stroke of luck has never been on your side, obviously. But, um, you know, hopefully the Knicks uh, make that happen, too. Um, but the Miami Heat, let's talk about the Miami Heat for a minute. No underscore BS7, ep- episode 25. Now, let me tell you. The Heat, and this is this is my opinion, Heat wouldn't go anywhere without Jimmy Butler. Anywhere. I mean, Bam's doing his thing. He's 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 a superstar to me. Um, but without Jimmy Butler, they wouldn't have went anywhere in the bubble. And going forward, if they continue to stay together, stay together, they'll be able to um go to the finals again and and, and get over that hump, hopefully. I mean, I don't see it happening because the West is way too powerful, but at least they'll be coming out the East for, you know, a few more years to come. Uh, but Jimmy Butler, man, he's that that boy is a person who you want on your team. He's he's uh, he's shown that he's he wants to win. He'll win at any cost. He actually took less shots just to help the team win. What more do you want than that? You know what I mean? The guy's a hard worker. You know what I mean? He expects his team to go hard every play, every play. In fact, Myers Leonard, the center of Myers Leonard on on the Heat went on to say uh, during a Yahoo interview how good uh, the teammate um, Jimmy Butler is. He said, quote, he's a good teammate and he really, really cares about people. All right. So what happened in Chicago? What happened in Minnesota? What happened in Philly? I'll wait. Maybe in Chicago, Jimmy Butler got tired of the system and being on a uh, uh, Thibodeau, the thumb of uh, t- uh, Tom Thibodeau, and you know uh, he he was fatigued and he wasn't able to uh, perform as well as he did. I'll I'll give I'll give you that. But what happened in Minnesota though? Call the team soft. Multiple alter- altercations during practice. Players weren't playing hard, as I can see. Obviously, you let me know, people. In Minnesota, when Jimmy Butler was there. Dudes wasn't playing hard. And he got tired of that. You know what I mean? So Carl Anthony Towns and I believe and well, I believe Wigan was on on there at that time, but them boys wasn't playing hard. He got tired of it. He wanted out. Same thing in Philly. You know what I mean? Same thing in Philly. And B want wanna play when he wanna play, wanna go hard when he wanna go hard. That's not gonna work. It's not going to work. Oh, boy, your point guard, uh, Ben Simmons, want to not shoot jumpers. You know, he's a force when he's coming down the lane, going downhill. But if you ain't shooting jumpers, you're eliminating your team. He got Jimmy Butler got tired of that. You say, you know what? Y'all want to play hard when y'all want to play hard? Nah, get me out of here. But Miami wanted to play hard. They had key players like Bam that wanted to play hard. The Dragon, who wanted to play hard. So, you know, he went with that team, and, and it was a perfect fit. And they did what they did in the playoffs, in the bubble, in the finals. You know what I mean? Jimmy wants you to, want, Jimmy Butler wants you to meet his expectations. If you don't meet, you're not meeting his expectations as far as working hard and, and, and going hard on every play and not taking a playoff, then he's all for that. And I personally, I'm, I'm for all that. You know what I mean? Like, you got to be able to work hard and be able to put the effort forth to, to put your team in a position to win. If not, then I ain't. Y'all gonna be lackluster, all right? The Rockets. Let's talk about the Rockets now. Now, 
allegedly, James Harden expressed he didn't want to play a Russell Westbrook, Russell Russell Westbrook, excuse me, and uh, Russell, you know, wanted out of Houston. But let me tell you something, people, and it's the honest truth. It's no BS podcast, and this is coming from me. Russell Westbrook and James Harden, in my opinion, will never win a championship if they don't curb the way they play. Never. I don't care what team they go to. Y'all let me know on Instagram, no BS podcast on Instagram, no underscore, I'm sorry, BS podcast on Twitter, no underscore BS7 on Instagram. They're not going anywhere playing the way they're playing. They're not going to win the championship the way they're playing. Obviously, that's who they are. You're not going to be able to change that, um, you know, 100% completely, but they got to curb that. There's no way, like I said in the, in the last episode, there's no way that James Harden is going to dribble and continue to dribble the shot clock down to seven, six seconds and pass it to his teammate expecting to do something. That's not going to win ball games. You have to move the ball. You're not going to win championships. It's not going to work. Russell Westbrook. Nobody plays harder than Russell Westbrook. No one. In that league, that man runs up and down the floor like a maniac. But you have to curb that. You can't come down like a bat out of hell, catching charges, shoot elbow jumpers that's clanking off the side of the rim. Like, that's not going to work. You're not going to win championships that way. Let's be honest, people. You're not gonna. That's not going to happen. So they have to curb the way they play. The ball has to move. So if you want to, if you if you're gonna, if Harden's gonna dribble down the down the court and take a hundred dribbles, that that can only happen less than a quarter of the time. The rest of the time, the ball has to move. And I'm only saying that because you know you're not gonna completely change the way James Harden plays, but he's gonna have to curb that. Same thing with Westbrook. You can't run down the court like a bat out of hell and not pass the ball and catch a charge and shoot elbow jumpers. That's that you're not making consistently. And truth be told, I think, I believe James Harden has a has a decent uh, form in the shot. I just don't know why he's not consistent. Um, with it, I mean, Russell Westbrook, why he's not consistent with his jumper. So the way they play, you're not going to win a championship like that. It's just not going to happen. They're going to have to curb the way they play. Flat facts, that's just the way it is. You let me know if I'm wrong. No, underscore B. S7 on Instagram no underscore BS7 on Twitter no BS podcast episode 25 let's talk about the NFL real quick you got the Bills 7 and 2 they're on a 3 game winning streak the Dolphins are 5 and 3 on a 4 game winning streak this is week 10 excuse me of the NFL uh, Pittsburgh is 8 and 0 can somebody give Mike Tomlin the coach of the year already the man has multiple winning seasons. He don't want to be compared to, you know, it's, it, it's you know, obviously they are, but he ain't not doesn't want to be compared to any other black coach. He want to be compared to coaches, period, as far as wins and being the greatest coach of all time in the NFL. And I agree with him. He should be. 8-0, Pittsburgh, they're doing their thing. Keep it up, they'll be in the Super Bowl. You got the Packers, 6-2. Packers are doing their thing. They dropped a couple. 
Saints six and two. But the Bucks six and three, just on you know on the um the Saints heels. And for Antonio Antonio Brown, if it works out how it works out down there in Tampa Bay with the Buccaneers, they'll be the favorites. Um, and the Seahawks six and two. So week ten, we'll see what happens. You know what I mean? So right now you got a Washington football team on week ten playing uh, Detroit Lions, Jacksonville playing Green Bay. Houston two and six, which is awful. Playing Cleveland Browns, Philadelphia Eagles playing the Giants. I'm a Giants fan. I don't even want to watch that. Philly three and four. New York two and seven. It's still anybody's conference, to be honest. Tampa Bay playing the Carolina. Tampa Bay six and um, oh six and three actually. Uh, Carolina three and six. So Tampa Bay should be rolling. Denver, I don't know what's going to happen in Denver. They're playing um, the Raiders. Buffalo Bills are doing their thing. Um, so we'll see. We'll see what happens in the NFL. Um, I believe Lamar Jackson and Baltimore are playing. Um, the Patriots and the Texans are playing in week 10, or week 11, I'm sorry, next week. Um which other ones will be halfway decent to even watch? Yeah, the um the Ravens and the Patriots. Six and two Ravens, three and five Patriots. Just interested to see what Belichick is gonna do as far as um trying to contain uh Lamar Jackson and um see what Belichick's gonna do as far as turn this team around to try to get some wins. Three and five that's that's tough. It's tough to um come back from. Um, uh, but we'll see. We'll see what happens. No BS podcast. Episode 25. We are here. Let's move on. So, let's talk about this presidential election. Obviously, Joe Biden, the president elect, he went on to win the presidential election against uh, Donald Trump. Joe Biden. Got 76 million votes. Um, one Georgia, Arizona, and Pennsylvania. Um, those late, those states were were called um, later. Um, Trump, 72 million votes. Um, that that's still a lot for the Republicans to have 72 million votes. That's a lot, and Trump's going to have the Republican Party balls in their hand. I mean, in his hands. That's a lot of votes. I, I don't believe I any Republican accumulated 72 million votes in an election. So even though President Trump lost, he still has his thumb, his his, his foot on the neck of the uh, political party, Republican political party. Lindsey Graham, Mitch McConnell and all them, they scared of Trump. It's obvious. You can see that. They feel the pressure. Of Trump. So let's talk about the 72 million voters, though. In a time where this country is divided, in a time where we're in a pandemic with the coronavirus, 72 million people voted for Trump. 
I mean, my personal opinion, we all we all know this, but you're gonna have some people in denial of this. We all we all know that Trump is obviously a racist, and he contributed in um, further dividing this country. Um, so, what does that say about the 72 million voters, though? What does that say? Did I say that they were okay with? That, that administration, the Trump administration, separating families and putting families and kids in cages, banning Muslim countries um, from coming to America. What does that What does that say about the seventy two million voters? Does that say that it's a they're okay with that? Are they okay with President Trump not condemning racism, telling the Proud Boys to stand down and stand back? I mean, you know. What does that say? You know, truth be told, I, I I don't, you know, really care about either one of the candidates. But at some point, you have to pick the lesser of the two evils. 72 million. So they're saying what I just mentioned, they're OK with that and they'll still vote for Trump. What, what does that say, people? Well, I'll tell you what it's, I'll tell you exactly what that means and how I'm, how I'm reading into it. Some might agree, some might not agree. Oh, well, tell me your reaction on Twitter and Instagram. No underscore BS seven episode 25. So here's what I, here's my take from that. First of all, I wasn't even for Biden to win in a race to be that close. It's very concerning. Very. And what that says is, to me, not only was it about Biden and Trump running to be president, Trump running for a re-election and Biden running to um, be president of the United States for the first time, but that also says that it wasn't just about that. It was about the very fabric that this country was built on, which was racism and terrorism. Let's be honest. That was what this was about. The very fabric that this country was built on, the very foundation of what this country was built on. Like, I don't, I don't care about any, you know, people going to know, you know, the country, you know, everybody can have a different perspective. But the fact is, that's what the country was built on was racism and terrorism. That's what this election was about. That's what the stakes were. 72 million voters. Close election. That's what the stakes were. That was, that was, was, was the what was at stake 72 million people want to make America great again 72 million people would rather go back to the confederacy that's what that says to me 72 million do these people not know that Donald Trump is a liar 
and he will continue to lie and he cares about only himself? Do 72 million people believe that? Or do they even know that? Or are just ignoring it? They just want to show supremacy and further divide the country. Do they not see that? If they don't, you know what? Send them to me. Seven, all 72 million to me. I have some land in Manhattan that um, has not even been touched and I, and, I can, and I can sell it to them. All right, contact me, hurry, it goes quickly. They're not getting that. That Trump is about himself. Or maybe it's just about just, you know, maintaining white supremacy and maintaining racism and to terrorize people of color. You let me know. Is that what this is about? I believe so. As a matter of fact, I know so. As a, a young black man, this is and I'll tell you a story, this is prior to, you know, the whole Black Lives Matter movement and, and all that. Um, when I was, because I'm working from home now, but when I was going to the office and working, um, I had a shirt and tie, I was in the elevator, going back up to the office. I was on, I'm on the second floor. Uh, my office is on the second floor. I was on the first floor, getting on the elevator. And uh, the elevator door is about to close. And a lady, um, a white lady, you know, held the door, you know, because she was trying to get on and seen me standing there. So she stopped and looked at me shocked and waited for the elevator to go up so she can get it again, obviously, because she stepped back. It was like, no, that's all right. And I was like, you can hop on, come on in. You know what I mean? It's not a problem. You go on the second floor, you know, hop on in. I said, no, that's all right. I said, wow, okay, never mind. Close the door, whatever says about my business. I said to myself, wow, I'm in a shirt and tie, and she's acting like that. Come on. Imagine if I was in my regular street clothes, if I was in my, had a hoodie on, jeans on, the Tims or whatever, what I, what I usually, what I love wearing. But see, it's, it's not even because of Trump. He didn't start this, right? This is just what America has created. This is what America has has developed. And I say this time and time again. In previous episodes. This pandemic is serious. But this racism and white supremacy is just as serious. And they're both a disease. So you have two diseases out here. That's literally killing people. Literally. Literally. Black men and women get shot by police. Systematic racism. It's been going on for years, centuries. Now we're in a pandemic. That is the pandemic. And this pandemic is, is predominantly, you know, um, killing people of color. So you tell me. You tell me what this is. We have two diseases going on that's affecting the the, the black community. 
predominantly, because I'm not saying it's just affecting the black community, but predominantly, yes, people of color, yes, the coronavirus is um, affecting us um, in, in ways that we haven't seen. And now you have Trump and emboldened these people who are already racist to come out and feel free to do and say racist things. To even hurt people, kill people, regular citizens, cops. This is the culture. This has to, this has to change. We'll see what Biden does. I, we all know the history behind Biden. The laws he set in place to massacre, incarcerate people of color. You know, we'll see what happens. If he reverses that, if he ignores that, will he even get one term depending on what he does? What's Kamala going to do? I celebrate Kamala because she's the first woman, vice president, black woman. Some people say, oh, well, she, you know, she's uh, West Indian and uh, Asian. Listen, you know, people always say black and, and black and people of color, but people of color are black. And that's the bottom line. Black. So you let me know two diseases going on. What are we going to do about it? Are we going to start wearing masks? Social distance, Thanksgiving is coming up, holidays coming up, Christmas, New Year's, what are we going to do? Are we going to work on this racism? Because you, you got in-closet racists too. People that are in-closet racists don't want to come out, but they do racist things behind the scenes so you don't know it's them. What are we going to do, people? Wear a mask when we in the corner store, we in Walmart or not because we don't believe there is a virus or we feel so privileged that we're above that. Not social distance. Which disease is going to get us first? No BS podcast, episode 25. You let me know which disease is going to get us first. Which disease is going to be more, more, more prevalent? Which disease is going to last longer? Coronavirus or racism? No BS Podcast, episode 25. Make sure you follow me. No underscore BS7 on Instagram. No underscore BS7 on Twitter. Let me know your reaction. That'll do it for me. Appreciate y'all. Appreciate the love. Make sure y'all go to my website, though. GS7 Clothing. That's GS Roman numeral, Roman numeral V I I Clothing.com. Got some dope hoodies on there, tees and all that. I'll be adding more to the site soon. Love y'all. Episode 25. No BS. No BS podcast. Peace.